everybody. Welcome to From the Sideline. My name is Noah Tyree, and I'm here with Chad Davis, Devin Davis, and Josh Duvall. How's it going? How's it going? And today, we're going to talk about football. Feel free to follow us on our Instagram and Twitter, at VFTSPod. Don't forget to subscribe to our iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube accounts. Send in questions or comments to us at VFTSPod at gmail.com for our mailbag segment. And be sure to visit our website, fromthesidelinespod.home.blog, to read our latest articles and keep up to date with episodes. How about the best team in the NFL, the Miami Dolphins, huh? Aren't they just a hoot? I'm sorry, did you say the Miami Dolphins? Yeah. I didn't know they were still in the NFL. Sorry, I thought they. I thought when you got mercy ruled two weeks in a row, you get like re- relegated. Yeah, what was it? They're the best of the high school division. You, you can't excuse being outscored one hundred two to ten. Uh, I don't know what excuse you'd even say from Brian Flores or any of the players. You've done so bad to where you've traded not one, not two, but three first round players to other teams because they wanted to leave that bad. You have no excuse right. <laughs> the Dolphins. <laughs> That's funny. So would you guys eventually, maybe by the end of the season, consider this team to be one of the worst in NFL history? I, I uh, 0 and 16. Let's run it back. Not even an 0 and 16 got outscored like this, though. If they keep one game all year within 20 points, then they'll be fine. That's a success. Yeah. I mean, the spread against the Patriots was 18 and a half. And the fact that that wasn't even like close uh, well i don't think there's much about the dolphins that hasn't been said already it's just the worst team to ever play really. yeah i think we should i think we should, i think we need to lead off the show with probably the best team in the nfl currently the detroit lions um i want they're undefeated they're undefeated I, I mean what else do you want from a matthew stafford led team i mean they're undefeated they haven't lost a game all year they're not going to they're gonna ride their way to the top of the nfc north um i'll take a nice paycheck from josh and noah um, you know, never hurts. Never hurts to put some money in your pocket, thanks to Matt Patricia. They blew a lead to a rookie in the fourth quarter. Number and one pick. Number one pick. I don't care. That is still a rookie, and you think they're going to do something when they can't even beat the Cardinals in the fourth quarter, up fourteen. I mean, they didn't lose to the Cardinals, at least. They tied with the Cardinals, meaning they had the same amount of talent to get through the game. <laughs> I mean, theoretically, technically, they did beat him. Daryl Bevel just, you know, happened to accidentally put his hands in the shape of a T right before they convert a third down, third and one or whatever, to end the game. So, I mean, should be 2-0. I mean, Matt Patricia got one up by his offensive coordinator as being one of the worst coaches in the league. But, you know, that happens sometimes. But they didn't lose, at least. That's what matters. That's what matters. This isn't the first game, though, where you all had problems trying to beat somebody. You almost lost this week to the Chargers if it wasn't for Darius Slay picking them off. Also, the Chargers playing their worst performance of the year, probably. Yeah, no question. Terrible. Terrible. I don't have to. I don't have to see the rest of the season. I just know that that was by far their worst performance. I guarantee you the Chargers score more than 12 points every game from here on out. It was 10 points. Yeah, it was 10. Well, even even worse. How about them Packers, though? Yikes. 2-0? Yikes. 2-0, baby. How does it feel to have a good defense, guys? Outstanding. I know. But there's still plenty more left in the season for us to screw it up, so. It gives me a... 
it gives me a warm, fuzzy feeling inside, but I'm not going to get too hopeful yet because the quarterbacks they faced were Mitch Trubisky and Kirk Cousins. <laughs> and who did they play week three? Uh, pff, Luke Falk? I don't know. No, Joe, Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Joe Flacco. Oh, man. No, because Luke Falk plays New England this week. So. Oh, gosh. Bloodbath. <laughs> And if anybody is a betting person listening to the show, you absolutely take New England on the spread of that. Absolutely every chance you take. It's very depressing that New England's going to go through the first three weeks without giving up a touchdown. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Luke Falk can find Robbie Anderson 65 yards down and just throw a Hail Mary. Uh, that's going to be a no from that. me. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't bank on that at all. <laughs> Maybe if they hand it off to Le'Veon Bell 35 times, though. That, that's that's the game plan. Yeah, that's, that's what I was going to say. Gonna be a game winner. And it does I don't know about a game winner, but maybe a uh, touchdown. Yeah. Or at least get him in range to kick a field goal. Well, it doesn't help their case either that the Patriots against quarterbacks starting their first game against them are 0-6. So it doesn't really help them. And they have uh, Adam Gase as their head coach, so... I, you can't tell me that man doesn't do drugs. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> he literally does smelling salts on the sideline. He most definitely does. <laughs> Put cover and he just goes like that real quick. <laughs> How about our Saints, though? It's not looking too bright in there, down there in the Big Easy. Hey, at least the rest of the NFC South is terrible. Cam Newton can't stay healthy or even complete a pass. Jameis Winston is throwing a pick 12. He did one better than a pick six. And what about Atlanta? Uh, I mean, if Nelson Aguilar learns how to use his fingers to grip around a ball as he gets paid millions of dollars to do so, uh, Atlanta would be 0-2. So. If Matt Ryan is successfully able to catch a snap, then that's a success for the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> Not to be harsh, but... Yeah, Matt this Ryan just doesn't from the guys that are fans of a franchise who let Brett Huntley start for him multiple games. I can't take this serious. Let's see. Uh, Aaron Rodgers was hurt. I think Andy he broke a, broke a collarbone. So over Brett Huntley. So therefore, when you play backup quarterbacks, they're usually not going to be good. But we can't know. all have Matt Schaub. I just I know it's tough. Yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of the NFC South, I want to point out uh, something to you guys or ask you guys a question. What are the chances the Buccaneers win this division now? That's no, I'm being serious. I'm being serious. That was my response to that question. You're being serious. Being serious. Yeah, I, you think I, the I Buccaneers. Their defense has been solid through two weeks. How's their quarterback been? Uh, we're, 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 they're working on that one. Yeah. Bruce, Bruce Arians is the quarterback whisperer. To get points, you need a good offense, and they have probably the worst starting quarterback in the league, in my opinion. Can we? Okay, can we be serious? They do not have the worst starting quarterback in the league. Jameis is pretty bad. He's very, very bad. Trevor Simeon started. It got hurt. The dude that's worse than Trevor Simeon is now a starting quarterback. Hey. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, I mean actual starting quarterbacks, regardless oh. of injuries. Oh, yeah. so you mean like open? You mean like opening day starting quarterbacks? Yes. Yeah. First okay. string. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, ever heard of him? Yeah, Ryan Fitzpatrick. Are we? Oh, I forgot. I forgot we relegated the the Dolphins to high school, so I guess he doesn't yeah, count I, anymore. Yeah, you can't compare a high school quarterback <laughs> to a pro quarterback. You can't. Yeah, they're just not comparable. What do you all think about Todd Gurley so far this year? I think his uh, grandma knees are holding up pretty well. I know they're trying to limit his work a little bit, but I, he looks fine to me. I don't. I'm no doctor, but I think they could tone it back with the Malcolm Brown. Yeah. Yeah, we really don't need Malcolm Brown in our lives. I don't know what Sean McVay is going through right now, but he needs to realize that he has Todd Gurley on his roster. Um, he needs more than how many carries did he get last game? I didn't even sixteen carries, really, compared to last year when he was getting twenty two, twenty five. You can't take away that workload from somebody when they were producing the way he was, getting seventeen touchdowns over a season. You can't take that away. I'll tell you what's going through his head. Rams are lined up on the goal line. They're gonna plunge it through the middle. But they're not going to use their talented specimen in Todd Gurley. He's just going to go sit over there on the sideline and watch Malcolm Brown get all the get all the goal line work. That's what he's thinking. He's like, oh, yeah, we'll just let him sit over there. I just don't get it. I mean, you have this superstar running back, and you're limiting the amount of carries he's getting for Malcolm Brown. Why? No reason, no reason. Todd Gurley's perfectly fine. He could run up the entire freaking whatever team they're playing. He can get two touchdowns a game. I don't care what. But he's freaking great. Malcolm Brown, though? Eh. Eh. That's what I got to say about Malcolm Brown. Well, I mean, Gurley, though, great, it's only, great. It's only, it's only been past week two. We still have a while. Maybe Malcolm Brown produces those type of numbers that Gurley does. Well, then they're just going to be in, stuck in a running back situation. Yeah, and I'm going to be willing to bet that Todd Gurley's not the one getting traded out of that situation. Are we really comparing Malcolm Brown to Todd Gurley right now? It's I obvious. think so. I think that's kind of what, I think that's the direction he's headed. Yeah, of course. They want to they wanna play him like Todd Gurley? We can compare him like Todd Gurley. So. Yeah, but we try to be reasonable, you know. Well, yeah. Like I said, he looks fine to me, but... Maybe he's not feeling 100%, and maybe that's why they're limiting him a bit. You want to preserve him just in case there's any lingering effects, but for the future, obviously. How about them Cowboys? Dak is a man on a mission. Indeed. Do you think he deserves the 40 mil as of right now, and if he plays out through the year like this? No way. He does not deserve 40 mil. I mean, outside of Patrick Mahomes, does anyone deserve 40 mil? Yeah. yeah. I ain't paying. I ain't paying nobody forty mil except Mahomes. Did he say yes? I think no. I think that was like a sarcastic yes. I'm not sure though. I'm ho- I'm just gonna hope it was like a sarcastic like. Yeah. <laughs> well, no. I'm just saying, if if Dak Prescott gets paid forty mil from Jerry Jones of all people, then Patrick Mahomes is gonna reasonably ask for fifty mil. If he can have it, he can have it. Have it. Yeah, absolutely. Not saying that Dak is putting up those numbers, but if Dak gets 40 mil, Mahomes is going to get 50 mil. Not even a question. I didn't know we were doing uh, week weeks one and two overreactions, but 
Um, I'm just going to point out that the defense Dak played against was the Giants and the Redskins. That is and they get that, and they get the Dolphins, and they get the Dolphins this upcoming week. So, okay, that's a fair argument. I'm not, I'm not on the Dak train. I will never be on the Dak train. I think he's good, but again, like, well, then, okay. Well, <laughs> how much do you think he's worth getting paid? Because he's going to get an extension, and he needs to be paid. So, I'd say like a middle of the pack, like twenty mil. 20- 20 yeah. mil. 20? 20, 25 mil? That's not going to That's... Joe Flacco gets 22. Yeah, he's going to get... <laughs> I don't know. I, I know he's making 30, so... I, know, so I mean, Matt, be... Ryan, Matt Ryan makes 30. Carson Wentz makes 32. Wait, what's he making now? Who? Dad. Dad? He's on rookie deal. He's currently making uh, 680000 God. Because <laughs> he was like a sixth round pick, remember? So, like, his rookie scale was terrible. So, was he on, like, NFL minimum wage? That's basically it. I mean, Josh Dobbs gets paid more than him. What? Joshua Dobbs is getting paid more than him. Blake Bortles is getting paid more. So, yeah, he's on, NFL, he's on NFL minimum wage right now. Oh, he's making almost as much as Nathan Peterman. Wow, we're talking big boy numbers, aren't we? Okay, now, Chad, I know for a fact you don't agree with the fact that he's worth 680k. He's worth more than that. No, and I'll go as far to say maybe he does deserve 40 just to make up for that. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) That's a that's a a monstrosity. Yeah, so I'm if if I had to take a guess, he's gonna at least get 35 mil. I don't know if Jerry will bust for 40, but he's gonna get 35. And how about? The most surprising team of the NFC, the 49ers at 2-0. and Jimmy G. Uh, hang, on. hang on. They played Cincinnati. They did. They, yeah. that, is, that is factually correct, yes. Yeah. And, and people and the are, Buccaneers. Yeah. You all are hopping on the 49ers train. Well, nobody, ho- nobody hopped on any train. No, stating the facts of what happened. No, in the general population, everybody's starting to hop onto the 49er train because they blew out Cincinnati. Just because Cincinnati kept up with Seattle. Like, this is starting to get out of hand. How about we let the 49ers play some decent competition first before we say anything like that? Well, well, answer me this. What do you what do you think about next week's smack? Yeah, next week's matchup against the uh, the Steelers. Do you think they can come out with another win there or no? They do now. Genuine, genuine. Yeah. Yeah. Now they do. Yeah, because Minka, Minka kind of gives that upgrade to the secondary that they need, and Joe Hayden kind of played really well these past couple of games. So it's just the rest of up or up to the rest of the front seven to see how this goes out for him. I will say that even though the 49ers played against minimal competition, that they won those games pretty handily. And if you're going to be a good team, that's that's exactly what you should do. And part of my week one overreactions is that even with Big Ben, that the Steelers were not going to be good. Um, so, and now Ben, Big Ben is out for the year. Now you got Mason Rudolph at quarterback, and I think they should be three and zero out of week three. Yeah. Well, do you think that Jimmy G is being worth what he's being paid from San Fran right now? The way he's playing? Because he did bum off one year off that 
ACL tear, so do you think he's putting up the numbers he needs? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. He's not been atrocious like he was in training camp in the preseason. He's gotten better. Um, I expect him to improve as the season goes on, uh, get more accustomed to being a starting quarterback in the league. Um, yeah, I think he's I think he's fine. Yeah. How do we feel about the Bills being 2-0? If they would use Devin Singletary like they should, I really feel like they'd have a lot more success on the ground. I understand that Frank Gore is up there in the rushing yards list and we're just trying to pad stats, but it's time to let the rookie do his thing. And I don't, know, I don't know what we have to do to get that through McDermott, but it needs to happen. Well, I think it's I think it's just basic logic. I mean, clearly you would rather have a good young rookie coming in, doing a bunch of work, getting better, improving his game. That way he can potentially get more wins than risking an old, worn-down running back getting padded stats. Well, I will say this. Frank Gore is not that broken down. He, he had a relatively healthy career. So he can, he can pad the stats if he needs to. It's not like we're asking AP to do it. But uh, if, I understand why they're keeping him in the game. It's just they, they need to let the rookie do his thing. I'm not really too hopeful either for the Bills. Not quite yet, just because they've only played the Jets, which they won by one, and they've played the, uh, the Giants. So, Who do they play this week? The Bengals. <laughs> well, well, there's a good chance they go 3-0 here. Bills 3-0, yes. <laughs> I'm on it. <laughs> Josh Allen has actually been pretty decent. He has, he has. Definitely a waiver wire target for all you fantasy players. He's averaging 12.7 yards per carry in game one, ran four for 70, and also had a touchdown in game two. So <laughs> he looks like he's ready. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Uh, take out the trash with Frank Gore, no offense, but... Bring in some fresh legs here. Or at yeah. least put him into the receiving down. Something. Like, he can catch the ball. He was very capable of doing that in college. Put him on receiving downs. Make him a receiving back something. He needs to get these reps. He's showing you work that you want to see. Well, I think we're going to stay in the AFC. And uh, we'll talk about Cleveland after last night. Any uh, opening thoughts, guys? I have my own, but it's kind of kind of obscure. Um, well, clearly week one, they got blown out by the Titans. Mm-hmm. Um, I think everybody kind of started to doubt themselves after all that hype that was built up to their this season. But uh, then they beat the Jets by 20, so I don't know. Um, I mean, even... But even in that Monday night football, like, they weren't, like, as impressive as, like, they should have been, though. I mean, like, yeah. the offense was still stifled for most of the first half, and then they kind of put it into first gear for the second half. But Yeah, they just had they had some, some breakout plays that definitely helped them out. You know, Odell's 89-yard uh, catch, and then uh, the other one where he caught it one-handed with half a million dollars on his wrist. Um <laughs> But, oh, okay. Yeah. Noah, any thoughts on the 
on the watch. I know, I know you like that. I wish I could say what I really want to here. But to put it in layman's terms, next to the ban of the headband in the NBA, this is the dumbest thing I've ever heard in happening in the NFL next to Antonio Brown. This is what you become an athlete for. To have the money to afford luxurious things, to play in them, wearing them, whatever you do. You put your body through that amount of contact, through that amount of pain, through that amount of recovery, you have every right to wear what you want. And I don't want to hear the argument of, oh, it could hurt the other players. Don't hit the watch then. Don't go for the interception. Don't cry. You either hurt your finger and get up on the next play and go to the bench or play it out. It's your finger. You'll be okay. As long as you stop the ball from getting it into his hands, you'll be okay. I don't know what happened to the days where people would not care if they hurt themselves. I would long for those days. Hold on. What, what, days, those are days? <laughs> what, what days are you talking about? I don't think anybody wants to I'm hurt themselves. Not, Nobody no. voluntarily is like, oh, you know what? I'm going to go like break my rib cage like, tomorrow. <laughs> with single bar helmets and no padding, like... It's because they didn't have a better alternative. It wasn't because they chose that equipment. If you can't afford to hurt your finger on a watch, you can't afford to play football. That's what I'm saying. I'd love to to play football and not have to worry about getting my finger hurt on a watch, but it's just me. It's a watch. You yourself can do what he's doing if you make that money. If you make that amount of money, you should have every right to wear a watch. <laughs> I agree with that you. Hurt. That would hurt if you fall on it, Noah. I mean, oh, just imagine no. if I fell and got oh, a bruise on my, my back. I don't want that. Oh, my God. I am so sorry that you're bruised on your back. Please go to the bench, and the coach will kiss it for you. <laughs> <laughs> Noah. Well, you... Oh, sorry. I was gonna say my only thing with it is like, why would you even want to wear a fit like five hundred thousand dollar watch or no, it's two million. Yeah. I thought it was it's two million. million. Yeah. No, I just think it's a dumb idea. Like, if I have that much money, I'm not gonna go play football and get it all dirty and then just be a waste. Not, this not, is... not. This has nothing to do with football. This has to do with his decision making. Like, are you gonna go buy like a new Lamborghini and drive it through a pile of mud? I don't think so. Like, why would you do that? This is Odell we're talking about, so. Oh, yeah, because $2 million is like a penny. That's what I was about to say. Like, if you have the money to afford to do that, you're going to do that. But I also do see the safety precautions. And Uh, other than hurting your hand, I don't know what else you would hurt on a watch. If you please tell me what you could, because you're wearing a helmet. It's not going to hit you in the face. It's going to hurt him more. Like, I don't. If anything, he's putting himself at more risk than uh, than anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's also like a reason for concern. If I'm a coach or if I'm an owner, I don't want any of my players to risk getting hurt over something like a watch. Okay, that fine, fine. Because what if somebody were to fall on it and then they have to miss the next couple games because of a watch? What padding's not gonna hurt, like? The padding's going to protect from the watch. I don't know what pad's going to be obliterated by a watch. They don't have padding all over their body. Yeah, the part of the bodies you don't need to play with are not covered. So you don't need your arms? 
God. You don't need your arms at football, guys. You don't need your arms. You don't need your legs. All right. Point being, Browns, you don't need your- Browns are one and one. Odell, keep wearing your watches. Move on to the next team. And I think that next team is going to be the Baltimore Ravens. Lamar Jackson, a fantasy stud, over 30 points, both weeks one and two. Uh, only had six rushing yards in week one and passed for five touchdowns. Uh, granted, it was against a high school defense, uh, but maintained it uh, in week two against the Cardinals. So Lamar proving everyone, proving all the haters wrong there. Proving he can throw the football. He's not just a running back at the quarterback position. Although getting stats like 250 yards passing and 120 rushing is certainly not helping your case. But at the same time, I want I want to see him play a viable defense because I feel like it'd be fun to watch. I feel like he'd actually be able to do something again. Genuinely. Granted, he's only played Miami and Arizona. And who does he play this week? Kansas City. Kansas City. All right, see, this is the first test he's going to have. So I genuinely am looking forward. First test in what aspect? Huh? Shoot out to 50? That's what I'm going with. <laughs> this is my game of the that week. Is, that is a test in itself. The Chiefs defense is atrocious, though. Okay, here. Let me rephrase, let me rephrase this, this test for him. He's going to have to keep up with Mahomes scoring as much as he can his own. That's probably the biggest test for him this week. Is if, he, if Mahomes scores 28 passing or 28 points by passing, then he's going to have to replicate that just to keep up. I'll also point out that they actually have a good running back now in Mark Ingram. That was an excellent pickup. And then you got Hollywood Brown, who's exploded out of the gate. No, I honestly think Marquise Brown is going to be, uh, once he plays a tougher cornerback matchup, because uh, Pat Pete wasn't on him as much as he was, the other receivers last game, and then Xavier Howard is not the same Xavier Howard that was playing last season. He's not. I genuinely believe that once he plays a cornerback of Jalen Ramsey and Tredavious White, I feel like he's going to be shut down harder and have a bad game. I kind of like what I've seen from uh, Hollywood Brown so far. I think it was a nice pickup. It definitely helped the Ravens offense and helped Lamar turn into this dynamic quarterback, and looks like it was a hit of a first-round pick. A lot better than Brashad Perryman. Yeah, indeed. Mark Andrews. That's all I'll say. I'm done. Uh, he's been a stud. No, I do believe that you all have a, a very good tight end. Mark Andrews is hitting routes on Kurt's type of level. Like, he's getting open way more than I thought he would this season. So, you all may have a stud tight end. Over 100 receiving yards and a touchdown in both games so far. Indeed. He's looking nice. And if I'm the Ravens, I'm excited. As long as Lamar can, you know, actually keep throwing accurately. Yeah, I will say that. The moment he hurts his shoulder or any throwing mechanic, they're going to take him out of the QB spot. I feel like they run out of patience after that. Genuinely. That's my hot take. I don't know about that one, but you do you. Um. Josh is like, mm. I don't know, I don't know about that one, buddy. Okay. I, th- I think they'll not play him at quarterback and let him recover. Personally, if I'm <laughs> if I'm in the Ravens' position, I would rather have Lamar Jackson playing than Robert Griffin III. But well, 
obviously. All right, let's move on to the Colts going down to the AFC South. Uh, I haven't brought it up yet, but Andrew Luck retiring. No, wow. did he? I didn't see that. I didn't see that news. That's that's breaking news. What yeah, year? it was it was everywhere. Uh, I was mind mind blowing. What you're hearing in Chad's voice is salty tears because he traded <laughs> for luck in fantasy a couple of years ago. So okay, I know I know no one cares about other people's fantasy teams, but I will say this real quick: We're in a dynasty league. I draft Tom Brady. I trade Tom Brady because he's 40 years old for Andrew Luck, a much younger and probably better fantasy quarterback and Andrew Lux, I'm like, all right, well, I'll have a quarterback for the future now. I'm all set. If you would have told me that day that Andrew Luck would have retired before Tom Brady, I would have, oh, I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> but that was the case, and now I don't have a QB in fantasy. But at the same time, I'm not going to braid him or anything. Like, he couldn't do it. I, I can only imagine how tough it is on the body and on the mind and he just couldn't do it anymore so i don't blame him by any means but i was just something i never would have expected from from the stats that i heard this man has through his eight year career got sacked 160 some odd times and like by his fourth year he has already been sacked over 80. i can only imagine the pain that goes through that and I, I couldn't not ever blame him for retiring. That's he arguably went through the worst offensive line this decade and put up the numbers and went to the AFC Championship as much as he did. So there is more mental strain on that man than the average quarterback. There just is. And honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if this is just like a for a couple of years, maybe even one, and then he comes back out of retirement. And that's when we hear Bill Belichick calling his line for Tom Brady's replacement. <laughs> if that happens, I'm using the SpongeBob meme. I'm going to head out. <laughs> I, I'm going to head right on out if that happens. Well, speaking to more current quarterbacks of that team, I, what are your thoughts on Jacoby Brissett? Very serviceable. I like him. He's been, yeah, he's been solid so far. Yeah, that was a nice contract deal they got for him. I kind of like what he's been doing for the first two weeks. Uh, 15 mil for that kind of production is kind of a cheap buy, so got to like it. All right. So, staying in the AFC South, we'll go to the Tennessee Titans. How do you feel about their defense? Because I think it's superior. I love their defense. I do, too. I really like it. They absolutely just destroyed – the Browns, Baker Mayfield threw three interceptions. I had him in fantasy. They all came in the fourth quarter, didn't they? Am I right? Yeah. Yeah, so I was pretty excited. I was like, oh, yeah, Baker, you got me like 15 points right now. <laughs> Went down to like eight, so. Not to mention Derrick Henry's on a heater. Yeah, he is. Derrick Henry showing the promise that he was drafted to have. I do, I do think – tell me if this is a hot take or not, guys. I think it's time to go back into the quarterback circus wheel and look for a Mariota replacement. Oh, yeah, I definitely think that's the case. That's probably why they traded for Ryan Tannehill, especially since he can't stay healthy and on the field. So, You're exactly right. But yeah, they need, I, they need something. They need somebody. Yeah, I just don't think Mariota has lived up to any of the hype that people had for him, you know, when he was first drafted to now. 
I, I often forget he even has a Heisman. Yeah, yeah. But he is the only quarterback to have thrown a touchdown to himself, so. That's true. <laughs> Wasn't that in a playoff game, too? Yeah, that was in a playoff game. Yeah, yeah. Chiefs, nonetheless. I hate Marcus Mariota. <laughs> Don't we all? <laughs> he's terrible. What? What? what is he doing? I don't even know what to say. He's just awfully throws it in the dirt half the time. And Corey Davis there has like zero receptions half the time because Mar- Mariota came and get him the ball. All they do is hand it off to Derrick Henry or <laughs> throw screen passes because that's the only pass he can complete. <laughs> I do say that if they expect A.J. Brown to develop the way they want the receiver to develop outside of Corey Davis, and they're going to need a quarterback that can help him develop. Yeah, that was a horrible landing spot for him. I feel bad for A.J. He needs out. He was a talented receiver at Ole Miss, and he needs to get out. Well, I guess one of the last few teams we'll, we'll talk about out of the AFC that piques our interest and this is only piquing my interest because of the recent trade request from our main guy, Jalen Ramsey. The Jacksonville Jaguars. Do you all ever see that defense getting back to the level it was? Wait, how? time out, time out. How have we gone this long into the podcast and not mentioned my boy G Minshew? Oh, yeah. I'm a big G Minshew rocking, fan. Rocking the stash and everything. The porn stash, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Man's got man's got the swag leading his team down in a two minute drill. I don't know why. I don't, that's criminal, criminal that Doug Marone didn't give him the ball in the two point conversion. Leonard Fournette, what, what? What are you doing? Give the ball to your boy G. Let him cook. Let the chef cook. Yeah, no. <laughs> he brought them all the way down the field, and they're gonna run Leonard Fournette up the middle for the two point conversion to win the game. Which I like that play call, by the way. Or yeah. I didn't like the play call. I like the the decision to go for two, but yeah. Well, no, it's, it's, a hot not, hand. it's not even a bad play call. It is Leonard Fournette we're talking about here, guys. Like he can trudge through that line if he needs to. But your other option is G Minshew. Oh yeah. Gardner <laughs> Minshew versus Leonard Fournette on the two yard line. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hey, he's been solid, dude. He hasn't both games. He's thrown over 200 yards. I understand that. I understand that. But if you, did you all watch the Seahawks Super Bowl? What happened to them when they threw it on the two-yard line? Like that. Okay, this is this ain't no Russell Wilson we're talking about here, buddy. We're talking about the goat, G Minshew. He's actually tall. He can actually see over the line of scrimmage. Ah, yeah. <laughs> if you have a halfback of Fournette's size on the goal line, you're gonna want to run it. Fournette's not been as efficient as good running backs should be. He got almost all of his touchdowns last year in the goal line. I don't know what you're talking about. He doesn't have a touchdown this year. Yeah. yeah who uh, has multiple touchdowns? G Minshew. Yeah. You all give me camp. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I even said when Nick Foles went out, oh, the Jaguars actually upgraded at quarterback because he came in and was balling immediately. Where not, you- a, not an overreaction. Nope. No, no, not at all. Where do you all think Jalen Ramsey's going to end up? I want to come to Green Bay. He won't. Mm. That won't happen. No, he's not going to. I think the 49ers might make a little bit of sense. I, I do see them dealing them out to the other other division as they should. I wouldn't keep them in the same division where they would play them. That's just asking for trouble. So, 
by all means, I see an NFC team going. Maybe I could see the 49ers. I could. I could put them along Richard Sherman, put Sherman at the slot. Yeah, especially if they keep it up. and Yeah. I could see it happening. I mean, when the teams like the Steelers are just handing away first-round picks, might as well. The Dolphins have three first-round picks because of that, so they may trade one to him and take Jalen Ramsey to Miami. <laughs> obviously not going to happen. Calm down, Devin. Okay, <laughs> I'm calm. <laughs> Josh, you good, bro? You look like you're in a lot of pain over there. Stung my toe. <laughs> oh, we be bad. We're not. Are you were sitting down. Yeah, 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 yeah. Noah's take was just Noah's take was just that 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 fly, that fire. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah, you just just made so much sense. I just kicked the wall with my toe. Jesus. <laughs> I got excited like a little puppy. <laughs> Moving out of the AFC South, we're gonna go to the West. Let's talk about Oakland. I know it's kind of different, but they've actually played somewhat well, and Josh Jacobs looks like a stud. Yes. You hear that? That's me warming up my hands because that's what the Raiders are doing this season. Yeah. If you heard the AFC preview episode, I was on the Raiders. No, I wasn't on the Raiders to do very good, but I at least like them to be a lot better than the Broncos. Guess who won head-to-head? The Raiders, without Antonio Brown. They don't need him anyway. Kyro Williams is looking like a stud. Hey, I know Devin was a big fan of Josh Jacobs in week one. Yes, sir. Cashing, cashing that large GPP takedown. Yes, sir. Shout out my boy Josh Jacobs. For anybody not understanding, our friend Devin Davis won $250 because of Josh Jacobs, basically. Off of a $1 entry, right? Yeah. Oh, my. Genius. Good, good return on investment. Well, Don't get used to it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at all. At all. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Genuinely, I bring up this team because do you all see them having a chance at a wild card if they keep playing like this? Because I know they just played Kansas City, and that's Kansas City. You can't really judge them for that. Yeah, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities. Uh the AFC is definitely uh, the AFC is nothing to be threatened by. So I definitely could see them sneaking in there at the sixth seed if they take care of uh, the rest of the division outside of the Chiefs. I know they got blown out by the Chiefs, but they they at least had a good first quarter. They were up ten to zero, and I was like, "Ooh, the Raiders! <laughs> what are they doing?" Yeah, yeah, and like, yeah, and like against. I think they definitely have the potential to beat the Chargers, and I think they'll win out against the Broncos for sure. Absolutely. I do. I after the last couple of weeks, I see the Broncos coming last in the West. That's just me. Yeah, easy, uh-huh. easy. Yeah. So I, I think they do have a good shot at getting the wild card. They'd have to have a lot of things go right for them, but eh. they have the pieces. They just need to work with them. Yep. Exactly. Yeah, it's a shame they just have, they're just stuck with uh, John Gruden as their head coach. I. I think he gets a lot of hate for no reason. He's a good coach. Because he's bad. Yeah, you're right. That's why. Yeah, all right. That's a <laughs> I'm just, just calling it how it is. <laughs> I don't know who's going to win the AFC South, going back to that. But I'm really confused on the Texans because they're over here in a shootout when the best Monday night football game ever against the Saints and barely lost. Uh, Deshaun Watson going off. 
and then come back the very next week against the Jaguars and <laughs> barely put any points on the board. Oh, that's all. Like I said, that's that, that, yeah, that's the Jags defense. You can't really judge that. Well, I have no more teams that speak of the spotlight to me. It's still week two. We have a lot to left to see and talk about and have a lot of injuries that may occur. Uh, if there's any teams or any people out there that spark your mind, please speak up, gentlemen. The Giants, the Giants, the New York Giants, they're bad. They're very bad. But guess who's going to be playing here? Daniel Jones. Many times, yeah. Yeah, what do you guys think about that? What do you all think about that? I'm taking I'm taking a likeness to start them this week. Uh, they're playing Tampa Bay, so I'm going to start them fantasy-wise and see what happens. I'm going to take a little dilly-dilly risk. <laughs> so, I, mean, any, I mean, any, anything's an upgrade over Eli Manning at this point, isn't it? At this point, yeah. Yeah. Hard to believe a quarterback with a 500 lifetime record has a two-time Super Bowl MVP and beat Brady twice. I feel bad for the man. He's declined quite a bit. You can't blame him because... Also, so has his team. His team is atrocious. Yeah, if you've been behind that O-line for the last three years, you're going to decline and you can't help it. It's just going to happen. Yeah, to me, you have no reason not to, really. It's obvious what you're going to get out of Eli... Might as well throw out the rookie and see what he's got. I don't know. They're not the the Giants aren't doing anything, especially with that defense. So, see what happens. Yeah. Only thing they've got going for them is Saquon. Only thing. Well, there's holes pretty much everywhere else, in my opinion. And to wrap it up, we're going to give you our week three predictions. Uh, we're just going to rapid fire it out, and hopefully, we're right. <laughs> All right, Titans and Jaguars. Jags. Titans. 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 Okay. All right. Dolphins and Cowboys. 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 Yep. We don't, we don't like no high school teams. Dad, I swear to God, if you say Dolphins, I'm hanging up the call. <laughs> um, if I would say Dolphins, I would have the mind of a three-year-old, so I'm going to go with the Dallas Cowboys. All right. All right. That one. Bengals and Bills. I'm going Bills. Bills. Ah, uh, Bills. Bills. All right, Lions and Eagles. I'm going Eagles, but we'll see what Devin says. Hey, Devin. Uh, I'm going to go with the Lions. I don't think there's anything more that makes me cringe than when he does that. Genuinely. Why? Because, like, <laughs> they actually have, like, healthy players or, like, a good quarterback or, like, I'm gonna go, I'm they're gonna undefeated. Go. Which, which one is it? Sorry, okay. there's so many to choose from. I'm going to ride the hype train for one stop. I'll go Lions here, sure. Week three, Lions for me. Nope, nope. They're going to be two and one after this week. I'm going Eagles. Oh, Noah with the surprise pick on the Lions. I was about to say I was going to surprise you all and pick the Lions because I do not like the Eagles at this point. They have not showed me anything that I've liked, so I'm going Lions. All right, Jets and Patriots. Okay. Give me the MVP Luke Falk over Brady any day. Um, All right, now that now that April Fool's Day is over and done with, what's your real pick? All right, Patriots, obviously. Take Patriots. Patriots. You can do it. Here's a neat one: Falcons and Colts. Ooh, it's gonna be a good game. I'm sorry, what was that, Noah? Did you say Falcons? Yeah, Falcons. I think I'm gonna go with the Indianapolis Colts. Colts for your boy. Yeah, probably Colts. Sorry, no. All right, Sorry, Raiders, Raiders, Vikings. Raiders, Vikings. 
Raiders. Uh, Vikings. I'm going Vikings. They've got, I don't a, like, they've got a solid defense, and I don't see Derek Carr doing good against that. I don't like the Raiders that much. I'm going Vikings. <laughs> All right, Ravens and Chiefs. Chiefs. Ooh, game of the week. That's game of the week right there. Very well could be game of the year if they play as well as they can. I'm a, I'm a big Chiefs guy. Uh, big Chiefs guy on this one. Yeah, Chiefs. Chiefs as well. Mahomes or nothing. All right. Uh, Broncos and Packers. Go Pack, go. Yeah, Joe. Go Flacco Pack, go. Not it. So let's go Packers. Cheeseheads. Go Pack, go to three and zero. Anything against right. Joe Flacco. All right, Panthers and Cardinals. All of that just rhymed. I just want to. Shut that out. I know, but I got bars. <laughs> no, J- Chad rhymed off of you too, though. Oh, really? Yeah, I didn't even mean Flacco. to. <laughs> That's kind of cool. Okay, right. so Panthers and... and Cardinals. Give me Arizona. I feel like Kyler huh? should do something. I feel that. I'm going to go Arizona. I'm going to go take the cards. A little upset special. All right, Giants and Buccaneers. I'm big. Ooh, I got Okay, go ahead, Chad. I hate the Panthers, so give me Cardinals all day. All right. right. Giants and Buccaneers. Give me Danny Dimes. I'm going to go with the Bucks. I'm going to take the Bucks. Jameis. Yeah. Okay, Uh, I don't know if that's my reasoning, but. That's definitely not my reasoning. (laughs) He's probably the (laughs) farthest thing from my reasoning, but I'm going Bucks. (laughs) I'm going Daniel Jones. I'm going Big Danny. Mm -hmm. All right. Saints and Seahawks. Saints. I feel like Bridgewater, Taysom Hill is going to replace very well. Mm, home of the 12th man, Seahawks. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, wait. Is this at Seattle? Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, well, then Seattle. Yeah, I'm going Seattle. Oh, thank you. <laughs> that was my salad. God dang it. Oh, I thought that was your drink. No, that was my salad. I just got lettuce all over my floor. <laughs> and ranch and cheese and that's chicken what for, that's what you get for eating a salad yeah the good salad you know that um, if I wanted to eat a plant I'd just go outside and do it right now shut up it was great <laughs> great salad Zaxby's Caesar salad's amazing Chad what do you think about Saints and Seahawks I think whoever goes to a fast food restaurant and gets salad doesn't know what they're doing uh, yeah I, I, uh, I agree does that have anything to do with what I just asked? No. I'm going to take, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take wait, chicken wait, wait, tenders wait, wait, minus six and a half right. on this one. I think they yeah. covered the spread. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to take the Seahawks without my side salad, please. <laughs> it's not a side salad. It's a big boy salad. That's not any better. <laughs> it's a Caesar I, salad. Got some chicken. It's fried. Mmm, good. Got the Caesar. Is that, is Caesar. that all the games there, Zaxby's? Because we're not sponsored. <laughs> no. no. I didn't pick no, yet. Not all the games yet. I'm... <laughs> Stop worrying about your ranch-covered ranch floor. I asked you if you thought the Seahawks or the Saints would win. You said, well, I don't know. My chicken tenders are 600 or whatever you said. And <laughs> over here like, no, it's sponsored by Zaxby's, Mr. Zaxby's. What do you think about your salad? Oh, I'm just going to go outside and eat some grass. <laughs> I didn't say grass. I said a plant. Oh, okay. Well, like, whatever. Can we just pick? Okay, yeah. Um, I hate the Seahawks. I don't think they're good. The 2-0 is a fluke. Uh, Saints without Drew Brees are terrible. I'm gonna go Seahawks. All right, sweet. That Thanks went for all over the place. Thanks for taking forever on that one, Chad. All right, Texans and Chargers. Give me Texans. 
I'm feeling Chargers. Chargers, yeah, Chargers. I'm going to go with the Chargers as well. I'm going Houston because Chargers have a lot of health issues on the defensive side of the ball. I'm going to pick the Chargers because I expect Philip Rivers to score more points than he has kids this week. So, oh. how many is that? Nine or ten? Yeah, they scored ten last week. I don't know. I don't even know how much he has, but it's around that area. All right. Uh, we got the Steelers or the 49ers? Give me Niners. Niners all day. Yeah, I'm going to go Niners, too. Uh, I'm going to hop on that 3-0 and bandwagon. Nope. All right. Rams or Browns? Ooh, isn't that the Monday night game? Sunday night. Sunday. Nope. Browns getting back-to-back primetime. Can't say I've seen that in 20 years. Okay. I'm going to take so, the Rams. I'm going Rams as well. Is this at Los Angeles or? In Cleveland. Cleveland. In Cleveland. Ooh. Dog pound. Oh, I might go Cleveland on this. Just because it's in the dog pound. I feel like. Be my guest. So I'll take okay. one on you. All right. I'm, I'm going to make this my lock of the week. The Rams win by double digits. <laughs> the, right. the fact this game is minus three is criminal. And finally, the Monday night game. Bears and Redskins. So I'm going to be sleeping during this game. Uh, but give me the Bears. Definitely Bears, yeah. Bears, Bears. No, Bears. This is a horrible game. Yeah, I'm gonna go <laughs> what are they Bears. doing? Oh, both of these teams. Are... Yeah, whoever made the Monday night committee uh, needs to be fucked. Yeah, there needs to be more Lions appearances. I just don't know what they're doing. All right, well. Okay. Can we flex Lamar and Patty Mahomes in instead? Seriously. Yeah, I got my salad cleaned up. All right, now go go pour you some mulch and bury it in the landscaping. Yeah, good one, good one. All right, so guys, you know, I I, got, I recently got this new chair, and I got to tell you, it's been bothering my back like crazy. I think I'm going to return it and get a new one. Oh, there you go again, talking about your chair like some chair nerd. No, Chad, no, no, you got it wrong. Actually, I'm a seat geek. Okay, and SeatGeek is a ticket-based app where you can go and get tickets for concerts or sporting events. You just click on the app, go in, find the seat that you're wanting, and then it'll show you a rating between 1 or 10, 1 being bad and 10 being good. So go for them 10s, and make sure you use our code FTSPOD to get $20 off your first purchase. And don't forget that code, FTSPOD. And that concludes another episode of the From the Sidelines podcast. We're getting excited for week three, the NFL season. If you have any questions or comments from the first two weeks of the NFL season, feel free to email us at the FTSpod at gmail.com or DM us on Instagram and Twitter at the FTSpod. Or if you want to know what kind of sauce Josh likes on a salad, you can ask us that too. That's ranch. Okay, bye. Have a great time. Bye. Have a great time.